In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I'd like to welcome you all to our Perseverance Family Conversation, and as always, it's great to be with all of you. And as always, we like to start our conversation by inviting Mary to be with us. Uh, Of course, Mary is known to be the Mother of God. Mary is the Mother of the Church. And Mary is the Mother of each and every one of us. Also, when we pray the Hail Holy Queen, at the end of the Most Holy Rosary, we invite, we invoke Mary as our life, our sweetness, and our hope. So as we draw close to the birthday of Jesus, born to Mary, in the stable of Bethlehem, as well as in our own hearts, let's turn to Mary and beg for her presence in our lives. Mary will help us to love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. So let's uh, let's turn to Mary and say that prayer that Mary loves most. And that prayer is the Hail Mary. Together. Hail Mary. Full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And bless the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners. Now and at the hour of our death, amen. Now let's turn to our spiritual director, who is the Holy Spirit. And beg the Holy Spirit, who has these many names, to help us. The Holy Spirit is the paraclete. The Holy Spirit is the gift of gifts. Holy Spirit is known as the sweet guest of our souls. Holy Spirit is our consoler. The Holy Spirit is our counselor. The Holy Spirit is also known as our consoler and counselor. He's also known as our sanctifier. And the Holy Spirit is our interior master. The great apostle St. Paul in his wonderful letter to the Romans reminds us with these words that we really don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Holy Spirit intercedes with ineffable groans so that we can say Abba. Abba, which means Daddy or Father. So, let's invite the Holy Spirit to um, inspire us and to encourage us to 
love God more and more as we pray the classical prayer to the Holy Spirit together. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle within us the fire of your divine love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created. And thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who did instruct the hearts of your faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us that by the same Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation to the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our Lady Guadalupe, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us. St. Gabriel, pray for us. St. Raphael, (coughs) pray for us. St. Ignatius of Loyola, pray for us. St. Maria Faustina Kowalska, pray for us. All God's angels and saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How true, my friends, the family that prays together stays together. And a world at prayer is a world at peace. As always, I'll be praying for you in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. And I'd like to place you on the on the altar. To place you all on the altar and offer the following intentions. First, I'd like to pray that all of us would be open to the workings of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Perhaps this can be our prayer Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come through the heart of Mary. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come through the heart of Mary. My next intention will be, I'd like to pray in a special way for For our families. That's right, for our families, for the conversion, the sanctification, and the salvation of all of our family members. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who came as Savior, said the following. 
What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? I'd like to pray for our family members, especially those who are distant from God, that they would return. They return to God's infinite love. And then I never get tired, my friends, of praying for a very special group of people. And that would be, I'd like to pray in a special way for for those who are dying today. That they would die in God's friendship. As well as for ourselves that we would have the grace of all graces and that would be to die in the state of grace. And if that is done, then we will be saved. That's what we will be saved. Let's pray for the dying as well as for that key moment in our own lives. That key moment in our own lives. So let's turn to the Blessed Mother as we say, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. That we would die in God's friendship. So my friends, let's enter into an Ignatian contemplation. Today the church offers us the prophecy of Isaiah 7.14 that the virgin will conceive a child and he will be born to us. And his name is Emmanuel, which means God is with us. The responsorial psalm, we pray, let the Lord enter, he is the king of glory. Then the gospel we have today is one of the most famous, well-known, loved gospel. It is the gospel of the Annunciation. So let's try to imagine this scene. Let's try to put on our contemplative lens and to enter into this beautiful scene. So it's the sixth month related to Elizabeth that we met yesterday and Zechariah. And the angel Gabriel, the angel Gabriel the archangel Gabriel was sent to a town of Galilee of Nazareth and to a virgin whose name was Mary, who was betrothed to St. Joseph. And from the house of David, 
the archangel greets Mary and says, Hail, full of grace. The Lord is with you. There we have the first part of the Hail Mary. That's why the Hail Mary is known also as the angelic salutation. It says that she was greatly troubled what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. So Mary is pondering. She's meditating. She's ruminating. She's thinking over in her mind what is the meaning of this angelic greeting and visitation. So the angel continues and he says, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you'll conceive in your your womb and bear a son. And you shall name him Jesus. There is that special name. St. Paul says that the name of Jesus may every knee in heaven, on earth, and beneath the earth bow to the ground, to the honor and glory of this holy name. And he specifies that this son will be great and he'll be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father. And he'll rule over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will have no end. He's already talking about Jesus Christ as king. In his second coming, he'll he'll come as a powerful king to separate the goats on his left from the sheep on his right. Now Mary intervenes. Don't forget that Mary has made a vow of perpetual virginity. And Mary wants to be faithful to her promise to God. And she says, how can this happen since I have no relations with a man? So Mary wanted to be faithful to her promise to God. So the angel said and replied to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. In Hebrew, this is called the Shekinah, the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. And then the Archangel Gabriel gives Mary a special sign. And he says, therefore, (coughs) the child to be born will be called 
holy, the Son of God. There's a really short and good catechetical definition of Jesus. Jesus is the Son of God made man. There we have what is called the Incarnation. Jesus is the Son of God made man. And here's the sign. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is her sixth month. She was called barren. And the Archangel Gabriel says something, words that I've loved, and I think you love them too. For nothing will be impossible for God. God can do all things, my friends. Nothing will be impossible for God. So Mary, listening to these words of the emissary of God, the angel of God, angel which means to be sent, the archangel, Gabriel which means power of God. Mary says, Behold, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. In that moment, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit worked on Mary. The Holy Spirit overshadowed the Blessed Virgin Mary and she conceived through the power of the Holy Spirit. That was called the Incarnation. And that was the most important moment in the history of the world. So today we rejoice. With great joy we thank God because of Mary's yes. As a result of Mary's yes, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, came down from heaven to earth in her womb. He'll be born. He'll live. He will suffer. He'll be crucified. He'll die. He'll be buried. But he'll... He'll be raised up on the third day and open up the gates of heaven to us. So because of Mary's yes to God, my friends, we can be saved. So during the course of this day, the whole course of this day, let us spend time in gratitude. Thanking God. Thanking God abundantly. But also thanking Mary for having said yes to God. 
May Mary's yes to God help us to always say yes to God. Our happiness in this life, as well as in the life to come, depends upon us imitating Mary and saying yes to God. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done to me according to their word. Now, my friends, I have a concelebrated Mass, so I'll be praying for all you in the Mass I'll be saying in five minutes. And I'll bless you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.